Oh, we're back into the combine. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Evil J. And I'm Shadi, and we thank you for listening to another episode of Into the Combine that Stan just said. <laughs> I really butchered that one this week, boys. Sorry about that. You're good. You're good. I know. We're a little rusty. It feels like forever. I don't know. Maybe it's just the whole staying home thing. You can tell you've been staying home. Yeah. yeah. No, the beer can, they, they can, but <laughs> No one can see them, but I'll have to post a picture or something. Yeah. You really should post a picture. That's getting disgusting. How many inches I is that beard? To, God. I even kind of trimmed it, too, but probably a good... Ten, <laughs> about there. So about two and a half. Oh, that's dude. It's more than two and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's way more than two and a half. I've told you to trim that on multiple occasions now. <laughs> no, why not? <laughs> When's that uh, send me at a haircut? February. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the wife likes that. You're okay with that? Does the kid tug on it a little bit? Like oh, what's the kid going tugs on? Tugs on it. Yes. Okay. She thinks it's so funny and it hurts like hell. Um. No, the wife doesn't like the hair, but she she said she doesn't mind the beard at all. Mm, okay. I've had the beard for a while, but she just wants me to get a haircut. You know the barbershops are open. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, you said you were waiting to take your uh, death metal promo pick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I took that, so we're all good. I can I can clean up now. <laughs> oh, the listeners can't wait to see that. Yeah, it was it was pretty uh, it was pretty uh. I had, I had a couple Zoom meetings over the quarantine uh, with oh, couple, like you wow. know customers and vendors, and yeah, <laughs> I was wow. laughing to myself the whole time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like it. I'm not complaining. Yeah, thanks, thanks. So, what do we got on the docket for today? Should we break it down da, first? Da. Hell yeah, let's break it down. Yeah, let's do that. Then we can see what we've got in the docket. <laughs> <laughs> the duck. Let me go uh, sharpen my pencil real quick. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I feel, should I know this? Uh, I don't know, man. I, probably not. It came out okay. last year. All right. The band is called Fulci. No? No, no. No. They're from Finland? No, they're from Italy. Oh. Italia. So the album is called Tropical Sun. 
Look that shit. Look at the album cover, man. That's one you gotta buy. And uh, the track is called "Eye Full of Maggots." Wow. (laughs) Little spin on "Skull Full of Maggots" from Cannibal, right? Uh huh. It sounds awesome. And their whole thing, which is what why I checked it out, is uh, Fulci is the name of a director, Italian horror director, Lucio Fulci. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he he did uh I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie Zombie or sometimes it's called Zombie 2. It's got the scene where the zombie fights a shark underwater and, and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> no? Nope, no, I'm writing this down too. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fucking classic. It's it's really good. And this whole album, dude, it's it's a concept record on the movie. So okay. <laughs> it's you could listen to it probably not knowing it's and it's gonna be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you go watch the movie and you get into that and then you watch it, like cause they take um it's like old it's an older movie, man, like seven eight late seventies, I think, and they take like some of the weird instrumental shit in the movie, they put it in there, they take like movie clips, but Overall, it's like a super simple, catchy, brutal death metal album. A lot of cannibal influences, like early cannibal, you know, Barnes era cannibal. Mm-hmm. It's it's not, dude, nothing new at all, but they they do it in a way so much fucking fun, man. Yeah, I heard a little Finnish death in there too, just the way it runs and like yeah. the grooves. Yeah, that was cool. Dude, there's grooves. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those that like, I, I don't know, I listened to it more after last year, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I kept coming back to it because I never talked about it. I don't. I never, I never brought it in, but yeah, it's fun. And that's not even that. I just wanted to bring that one in because I had a breakdown on it. But the rest of the tracks are even better than that one. Okay, <laughs> it's good. I'm gonna it's def- real good. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check. I might just buy it. Yeah, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> but what's on the docket? What is on the docket? Uh, real <laughs> simple, much. actually. We're just gonna bring in some music to you guys. Been, I feel like it's been a while since we did this. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just all in my head. But yeah, honestly, I think we've only done it once or twice. Yeah, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's been an exciting couple months. Let's, let's say that. But then we'll finish it off with an interview. We've got uh, David. He goes by a few names. David Tor- Tortu Dad Torture Dad David from uh, the vocalists, uh, main songwriter, guitarist from Undergang or Undergang Undergang. from denmark um it was good we talked a lot about uh, he's from he's from that band he's also in frontalith he was in hyperdontia um yeah he's in a few other bands too we we talked about in the interview i'm drawing a blank now on a couple of the other ones but he's a he's like a death metal lifer and uh it was he was cool so we'll finish it up with that but yeah for now it's been a minute since we did that last one and i've been listening to a lot of shit yeah. I don't know about you guys. No, I have been too. Who wants to oh, start? You want to start it off or? Mm, no, I've been talking about all this shit. You guys fucking okay. take a jump in here and give me a break. Yeah, Stan, you start it out. Okay, what do you guys want? You want the. Beautiful. You want the beautiful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I know you have something you to add it. Actually, no, no, I I'm going to piggyback. I'm going to piggyback off of what Jason was talking about with the horror stuff. How about that? Ooh. That's fine. Got some horror stuff. So go, go I don't know to, why you asked us then. I'm intrigued.
That was some good shit, Stan. What was that? Any stabs at it? Dude, no, those vocals, I feel like I would remember them. Okay, so music-wise, does it sound like it? No? Okay. Um, It's uh, called Make Them Die Slowly. It is um, the guy from Anault Nathrak, like the music music guy, his other band. Okay. It's all... Yeah, it's uh, I I don't know who the other vocalist is. I don't think I know him from anything, but it's all tour movie inspired. Like that was called Murder Night. Like yeah, <laughs> um, it, like every video online's either got like a some kind of horror like clips, or it's got like uh the lyric videos are like put like it looks like they're put through a VHS with like the squiggly <laughs> lines and like yeah, it's like just that's so awesome inspired. That's awesome. But it's got like that uh. You know, it's that blackened, like, grindcore, like, very catchy, like, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it went into, I didn't expect it to go as melodic as it did, like, when it started off. Dude, it's just such a fun record, though. I mean, if you like a Nalt and the Thrack, you're gonna like this, but... So, what's the band? Make Them Die Slowly. That's the only thing I don't like about it, is, like, the name. I like, know. <laughs> yeah. <not> the best. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, it's okay. What was the song? The album's, uh, that's, that's Murder Night, and the album's, uh, Ferox. Okay, yeah, okay. Really fun album. Oh, that's it. They only have one. Okay. Yeah. Make them die slow. Yeah, it sounds like an early two thousands <laughs> like band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you could hear like you could hear well now that you say that I can hear those vocals, like the black and shit and everything. And yeah. Is there you much can, of like the guy, industrial stuff or no? No, that's it's like take a Nalth Nathrak without the industrial and it's basically that's what it is. Okay. But maybe the other guy does all that in the Nile. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know much exactly. about him really, but no, I don't either. I just you could tell like the same guy. Like after you listen to it, you're like, wow, that sounds a lot like. Yeah, nice. I liked it. Yeah, fun yeah. album. I I thought the same thing. So I liked it a lot. <laughs> what you got, Shad? Oh uh, yeah, okay, sounds good. Let's uh, jump into something that I have. What you pick a number, I guess. Or no, I'm gonna tell you what to listen to. <laughs> Let's go ahead and listen to. Oh, actually, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, Stan, do you want a one-man army? Yes, Ooh. I do. <laughs> Let's listen to number... Wait a minute. Two. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to two, boys.
One man, huh? Yeah, one one man. All right, so <laughs> that was Diminished Empires. The album Diminished Empires. The song was Washed Upon the Forlorn Shores. Uh, and this is the one-man army, uh, Kyle, Kyle Caldwick, hailing from Nashville, Tennessee. So this is a one-man project that started back in 2017, but then was recorded from April 2019 to March of this year in Nashville, Tennessee. As his band camp page <laughs> states, this project reflects personal struggle, struggles Excuse me, that aren't conveyed in Kyle's other projects or bands brought forth in the form of atmospheric black metal. Wait, what's the name one more time of the band? Diminished Empires. Oh, Empires. So yeah, I don't know. I stumbled across it the other day. It's five albums. It's, as you heard, some atmospheric black metal. Did I say five albums? Five songs. Ranging from, you know, eight to ten minutes. Traditional black metal, atmospheric type shit. Um, I don't know. I just really liked it. I liked the, the change-ups that happen. It goes from atmospheric to what I played for you guys, a little yeah. bit more energetic. It's just a nice mix of, I guess, that and not that. So It's it's actually... So I was like... Uh, what was it? Sunday? Like last Sunday, I think it was. Uh, I spent like all day just checking out like solo uh, one-man black metal just because I watched one... What was it? One-man metal again. Okay. And I was just checking out that stuff, and it's just like along the same lines. Like that's exactly what they talk about in that documentary. The Vice one, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. So I mean, I had no, you know, prior knowledge about what the music was about. I just seen atmospheric black metal and was like, fuck yeah. But I mean, I guess <laughs> that's what you get when you download that sometimes. But yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it's very legit. I liked it a lot. So definitely slacking on the black. I always do though. It's not my thing, but yeah, I've been checking out like a lot of melodic black and stuff like that, but not just yeah. Just but this straight. one has a, this has enough of the melody in it where when you just turn it on, like it just ended, and I'm like, oh shit, the album was over. So it's I, it's not your, I guess, typical atmospheric black metal. That's just a little bit. More I actually on rely the on you and drawn outside. I rely on you guys to. <laughs> filter out that's that stuff because i mean there's so much of it like yeah and to keep up on it it's hard so i feel i, I rely on you guys to give me the good shit <laughs> i know yeah I, I, well i guess that's why this was refreshing because there yeah. was the the changes there but jay no i put i put a post on our facebook and twitter uh, the other day saying like because i'm the same way stan i kind of been slacking a little too like there's a few that i've been in, getting into but and I, we got a lot of uh people giving stuff but man a lot of it was like more like what you Different. said, Stan, like melodic or, yeah, you know, black in this, black in that. But I was kind of looking for something just a little more evil, a little more, yeah. not traditional, but kind of like what you just brought up. I should have fucking just texted you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. I like well, it. Yeah. Go listen to that. Very small project, not signed to shit. As, as Kyle states, all instrument, or he did all the instruments, the vocals, the programming, the recording, the production, and the artwork. So the only way to go. One man army. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I might have something with a little bit black in it, but we're not going to go there yet. Okay. What do you What do you have for us, Evil Jay? Let's go with something tried <laughs> and true. <laughs> something kind of evil. No, actually, the, the blackened one will be a little bit more evil.
well, Jason. What was that? <laughs> well, yeah, what was that, Jason? I have, I a, feeling, that. I have a feeling Stan knows, maybe. I <laughs> <laughs> was wrong. What is that? It's Rip in your... the shreds. <laughs> what <Luan>. is that? <laughs> you want to play my clip? or? <laughs> Damn it. You guys bring the same clip to the table no, this week? No, no, it's not the same clip. So mine was, so it was ripped to shreds. Yeah, Luan. Um, Something in Taiwanese, I think he's what he is, but uh, the yeah, song Taiwan. I did was Opening Salvo. What was yours? Actually, mine was, it was Opening Salvo, like, <laughs> but I did mine with the, what an oh my album. God, I think I have the same clip actually. <laughs> with the solo and everything? Uh, no, mine cut off at the solo. <laughs> okay, because the intro is pretty fucking sick too. It's you got the like, son to bitches. it's got like Just that Taiwan part like ah oh, fuck why the fuck have you been holding out on me like a bunch of savages you should have sent me this weeks ago I knew, you assholes i knew it wasn't anything no one not didn't know but right so, uh, i, I obviously I... didn't know it <laughs> Shoddy, it's been know. out for a minute now this came out in like april late april yeah or i'm sorry leaked in late april i should say yeah, I forget when. It's been out a couple months, but... All right, cool. I'll remember this when you guys are begging me for gold. <laughs> I didn't don't think worry. you would really be that into it. It's got the HM2, Buzzy. Sometimes you don't like that. Yeah, but when you it's shred not... like that, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, listen, they're I, shredding. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'll listen to shit. If, you t- if I know that's coming, I'll literally sit there and listen to fucking... <laughs> I don't know, an opera, country. I'll, dude, I'll listen to country if you tell me that's coming soon. <laughs> so, Stan, I had a feeling, though, that you would at least know it because didn't you bring them up on their last their last album? What? Oh, God. If I did, what? I don't remember. I, I don't what? think so. I don't. Dude, this I, is like, I have a feeling you... Okay, this is a weird... If I, if I got the... I'll have to look back, but I feel like you... You brought up Torture Rack and, like, Ripped to Shreds in, like, the same episode. Maybe. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> quite a memory dude i might just Maybe. be thinking of torture rack but i don't know either way you never have yeah, you listened to him before dumb. no see oh. i don't No. okay no there's no way and if i did i honestly don't remember yeah but yeah though this was like fucking so good <laughs> basically basically one dude basically yeah. he had a drummer help but he usually does it <laughs> yeah the other albums were all him i think yeah and then he brought in uh Brought in the drummer from another cool band called uh, Trench Rot. And yeah, but yeah, I think it's most still mostly him. But that solo actually was a guest solo. Was it? Yeah, that was from uh, Phil Tugas, the guy that we had on the show a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. From like First Fragment and Cathelis and all uh-huh. that. Fuck yeah. That solo is something else, man. Well, I mean, that's why I was so goddamn good. Phil's a fucking <laughs> dude. He's, yeah, he shreds. Dude, he dude, shreds. Shoddy, I'm telling you, this whole album's got shit like that, though. Yeah. It's coming right now. <laughs> dude, for for one, so for one guy writing this good of shit, like, my God, yeah, like. That's stupid. It's it's stupid. <laughs> that, like, literally, that's stupid. I don't, I don't know how, like, fucked, whatever. Yeah, it's he makes something his, else. He makes, like, just. Dirty death metal just fresh again and like, oh my That's god, what it it's is. so good. It's, it's still pretty fucking old school and dirty. Yeah, and, but it's fresh in a way too. Like maybe because I mean, when you're that energetic with the solos, I mean, I don't, I don't. That's why it sounds so fresh. I guess it's smacking you in the face the whole time you're mm-hmm. listening to it. And he like throws and a lot of man. Is- like it starts fast as fuck, almost grindy and just really in your face. But then you'll 
you'll get like slower mid-tempo shit, like uh, obituary style grooves. You know, you'll go from like head bobbing to like just head like snapping. Like it's <laughs> it's like the perfect mix. Yeah, it's like a melting pot of death metal. Yeah. And you know who produced Done it? Done so well. Um, I actually don't know. Damien from uh, Horrendous. Oh, okay. Oh, it's wow. got yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what I like to see. It sounds perfect, dude. Thick as fuck. Nice. Like I just love the tone on it, dude. Yeah, I n- I never knew anything about this guy, and then I just found I was like, oh, one man. No, oh, this is gonna be cool. And then I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is more than just one man. This is a, yeah, this is fucked. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, check yeah, it out. Shot my cop, short, my copy came today. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yeah, literally in the mail when I got home. <laughs> it's only That's like why he was so pissed looking around the room. Where is it? Where is <laughs> it? Wonder why he was so pissed when he was listening to it. <laughs> I know. I was like, how do you not like this, you asshole? What's wrong with you? Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Yeah, I that that was my clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what you had next then. Well, we spent a good amount of time on it then. I mean, yeah. let's listen to it again. Can I do that one more time? Can, let's can see what Stan's clip is. Let's see how close Stan's oh, wanna, clip yeah, was to see. your clip. Might as well. it led right into that solo <laughs> i know and then he just fucking <laughs> used, i gotta give well, it to you though that your clip's much better jason yeah Stan, right your clip sucked what are you doing you just teased the fuck out of us well that's how that's my style i always like to tease oh, yeah, you guys I forgot, you know I forget that is your style <laughs> and i wanted to, i wanted to showcase like the, the, that part that like the taiwanese like influenced like yeah. riffs you know no i got you but yeah, now something else great minds think alike it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> awesome <laughs> <laughs> well it's recommendation from at least two out of three of us 35 minutes fucking can't go wrong no three out of three i'm not gonna say anything wrong about that yeah three (laughs) i'm not gonna fuck that well what do you got for us me more is that what your clip is (laughs) i wish i i I wish um we'll talk about the third one after this so let's go ahead and listen to clip number one
Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so Jason, for, for 50 points, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Swevin or Sweven. Yep. Yep. I don't know the track name, but um did I bring that up on this or was I just I talked to Derek from Two Mold about it and I played a clip on that episode. But Stan, do you remember that name, Swevin? Yeah, that's what I, it, that's, that's what it is. Stan, do you remember that or no? Don't, but I might not have just been paying attention. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. No, we talked to... Wait. I think I brought it up on the regular episode, Re- too. Reduced to an Ember, The Eternal... Res- so that was the song, Reduced to an Ember, off of The Eternal Resonance. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really... I forgot that we talked about it, and I've been listening to it quite a bit, and... I don't know. I just really liked the the differences in, I guess, how it's a little bit slower at times, and then Wait, it builds itself a, up. Is this uh, Nikki's brother? Yeah. It's a vo- okay. Yeah, I think you did bring this up. Okay, we talked well, about it on trivia. So you, might, you might be thinking of that too. Okay. <laughs> on our Patreon well, episode, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Either way, I'm glad Either you way, brought it up. Again. It's a great fucking album, honestly. Like it is. I don't know. Like, it's just very weird at times, but then, like, it just draws you in. So I felt, I saw Stan looking like, what the fuck is this? Because it was a little <laughs> slow in the start, but yeah. that's kind of how it is. I don't know. It's not something I would normally listen to, but I don't know why I really liked it. It's a lot more progressive than a lot of stuff, but it's so good. I fucking love it. It was like one of the early ones of the year where I was like, ooh, this one's going on the best of the year playlist. Like, okay. That's. There's a backstory with them, too, because, uh, if you like this, go check out the band Morbus Cron or Mo- Morbus Crone. Okay. And they're they have an album called Sweven or Sweven. Oh, okay. And the, yeah, the the dude um, Robert Anderson might be his name. Yeah. Yeah, he was like the main. I think the main songwriter, vocalist. You know, at least played a big part. And then that band disbanded, and then it's been like shit, five, six, seven years, something like that. It's been a while. And then he came out with this one, which is like more his thing. I don't. It's not like a solo thing. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think. But mm-hmm. yeah, and he's like, uh, yeah, what? Nikki Anderson's what cousin or brother? Brother, brother or something? Brother, from I believe. In, uh, he's the he's the one that was uh, doing the clandestine uh, like DVDs or that DVD they did a couple years ago. Yeah, who's singing? Yeah. We're entombed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to listen to it when you're looking for just fucking straight ahead death metal. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. That's why I was doing some work at home. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I was, I don't know. I, did, I didn't need to think about much, but I still needed to think. And that was on in the background. And it was just really nice. So I feel like Jason's going to have the same band as me now, too. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. No, no. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess let's just go into mine.
Yeah, I completely stole this from one of our group guys, Chris, earlier. That's not cool, Stan. What the <laughs> fuck? He posted this earlier in the week, but it's such so fucking cool. It's uh, Inerexum. Oh, Inter- yeah. Inerexum? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Melodic black metal. It's it's tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melodic. Okay. I, I was... Re- I thought someone sent that to us, but I think I was just reading about it in Decibel. I think they gave it a really good review. Yeah. 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 It's just really fucking good. I mean, there's only a couple of songs I've been listening to. I haven't bought it yet, but yeah, it's they're fucking good. Dude, that's really good. awesome. Where are they from? Uh, it's not Sweden, US, is it? Uh, Minneapolis. Oh. <laughs> it's not Sweden, is it? It's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close. It they, sounds like it is, though. They share similar temperatures. It's got that Swedish melodic black feel, you know? But yeah, they're from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting a lot when I clicked on it. I didn't mind it, but I think I'm just... I, I, I was like thinking black metal again, and it was like real melodic, but it sounded good. That's why I've been kind of into melodic black, so this was perfect. Yeah. That cover, my God. It looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so there's only like one or two tracks right now? Yeah, I think I think it gets released tomorrow. Oh, oh that's yeah. not far away at all. What I track just was that? To, that one was Moonlight Navigation. Moonlit Navigation. Thank you, Chris. Yes, thank you, Chris. It's not my it's not my pick. It's his. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so thank you, you, Stan. Thank you. Why Chris. you join the Patreon? You get in the Facebook group, and you get all these yeah. recommendations before we even get them. <laughs> yep. All right. You guys want something for me? No. Yeah. Sure. Let's just go move on. <laughs> <laughs> Stan, what else do you uh, got? Uh, <laughs> I already stole his other one. Oh shit. <laughs> He's okay, done. I guess. What do He's you got, out. Jason? Let's do something a little bit blackened. not the blackest of black metal or anything like that but this is a, it's a weird band to describe but it's also weird because it's out on coming out on 20 bucks spin oh that's yeah, a little weird different, a little different for them but the band uh, the band is called skeleton the album is also called skeleton 
which is fucking dumb because you try and look it up. Like, <laughs> it's, well, you're <laughs> going to find shit. You're not going to find anything. Like, go That's on YouTube. So skeleton. Dumb. Oh, what's the, oh, what's up? The album cover. Oh, skeleton. What the fuck? <laughs> also, there's got to be what? A hundred bands named skeleton. Do they spell it different or anything? Dude, That's no, it's so just skeleton. Dumb. <laughs> oh, you're it's... just shooting yourself in the ass, man. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> but regardless of that, it's a fucking awesome album. There's, We got the promo of it, but it's coming out, I think, next Friday, then July 10th. So by the time we put this out, shit, it might even be out. Who knows? But it's a weird mix, man, because there's all, all across it, there's, a little, there's that black metal in there. But it's a lot of thrash, a little mm. bit of hardcore, and a lot of mm. punk. Um, all kind of fucking mixed in there. Like that one, you could hear that kind of thrash riff it broke down into a little bit. And, you know, a lot of the sh- songs have like that punk kind of drum beat kind of driving everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of that scrappy vibe throughout it. But like, I don't know. Just a, It's a good, a lot of short burst songs. I'm impressed with it, man. I, I Actually, I only listened to it the first time today. I was going to bring in something else. And I was like, fuck that. I listened to this about three or four times and... I love it. I, I liked what I heard. I'm not as excited as you are, but I liked what <laughs> yeah, I heard. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't know how you guys were going to feel about it, but... I was hoping for a little bit more raw, like... I know, I, don't know. I know. Well, that's the thing, man. I listened to this track when they first released it, because I was like, black metal and 20 bucks spin? And I think it was the same thing. I was like, oh, I, just, I want like actual black metal. But for some reason, when I put it on today and listened to the whole album, yeah, it works. Like the last track on it is actually kind of more black metal, so you just get a variety. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't send this to you guys being like, you gotta hear it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But yeah, yeah. If you like a little bit of a uh, heavy riffing in your in your black metal and thrash and all that, like that part where it broke down in this one, it almost reminded me of like immortal style riffing a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, I'm still trying to find this band. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like the easiest way is type in like skeleton twenty bucks band or just go to twenty yeah. bucks band and Bandcamp. <laughs> I mean, they don't even have a uh, a metal on page. Like that's because they're new, dude. Yeah, they they had like I think a demo, and this is their first uh, album. It's all like I think war theme too, so it kind of adds to that kind of <laughs> badassness when you're listening to it. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't like that, you guys are really gonna hate my last clip. I already know that. <laughs> Scott, you got. You got one more, right? Yeah, I got one more. Yeah. Uh, one for all of us. I don't know if you've listened to it or not yet, but uh, it's the uh, new Ghost Inside album. I did. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, I went for a, just... a mountain bike ride right before that we did this, and I, I played about half of it at least. Okay. Stan, have you listened to it at all? I have not. So you I'm excited. To the, all right, let's yes. listen to the clip real quick.
that faded quick. <laughs> I see that uh, even after almost dying, they have not changed one bit. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> that was a typical Ghost Inside song. <laughs> so is that a good thing or a bad thing, Stanley? I I still have a soft spot, spot in my heart for them. I always liked that band. Yeah. I mean, I haven't rushed to listen to it yet, so I mean, that's saying something, but... They yeah. always put out good shit. That was my thing. It's definitely a Ghost Inside album. Like, if I'm going <laughs> to listen to this, I'll probably listen to... I'll probably go back. Not even the last one. What was the one before? The Get What You Give or something I, like that? I agree, yeah. but that's not, the art, that's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> These motherfuckers almost died. I know. And then that's they put impressive. this album out. And then it's I mean, the drummer's like, drumming with no leg. Like, that's yeah, awesome. Like, that's what it's about. Like, I understand it's not... I mean, even if that wouldn't have happened, they weren't going to make those albums again it probably was going to get a little bit lighter and that's what this is you know that's what's happened here but it's just more along the lines of the fact that they're making fucking music again and it's not bad by any means so it's a very 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 fun listen i loved this album yeah there were some parts where i was like "Eh, that's a little corny a little light but like that's where i was gonna say like yeah i feel like i feel like a dick that's for, fine. We're even that's, saying that. I feel because, you. Like, I, I just I can't objectively the... <laughs> review it. That's my issue right no, now. No, I feel I'm... you. But just because you said it, I'm gonna. I, I don't know if I only want to say it because, like, I watched the first video they put out, and the, it's so fucking awesome. Like you said, the drummer lost his leg. Like he's from Michigan, man. Like I yeah. know where he was getting rehab. Like as a person who works in rehab, watching that video and seeing that shit, like that's awesome. Like I'm just rooting hardcore. <laughs> but then when I did listen to it, my only thing was some some of those lyrics, man. It's like, I want to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, they're back. And then I'm like, like, we've heard what doesn't kill you makes you stronger so many times. Like, let's not I use that lyric. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> There's I just, just a did, lot of that I mean, little shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm just being I, honest. I know. Hey. I just couldn't objectively review it because of what they were. So that's why I guess I didn't. I mean, I felt, I felt the same way. Being completely honest with you, I felt the same way. I was like, uh <laughs> motherfuckers but you can like, look past it th- that's what i was doing i was just yeah. like all right whatever i'm not yeah. i don't care so for sure i mean you're still gonna have fun with it if you like them like you'll have fun with it exactly yeah big old fucking huge production Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the ghost inside doing the ghost inside yep uh, yep did you guys see what happened with their basis though no all all that's the, the thing is i just this i mean album, there's so much racist and sexual assault shit going on right now it's hard to keep up but i know yeah he's the racist, racist one yeah yeah yeah, he called their old bus driver the N-bomb, N-word. Okay. And back in like 2015 or something like that, or 13, I don't know, a little while ago, and some other dude from another hardcore band called him out on it. So it was the day the album dropped. And well, no, they, that's the reason why the fucking dude did it. When would you, when did you say it was? What was It was it like in, 2015. Why are, like... I don't know, just, I guess he called them out then too, but he did it again. Yeah. I think because they were taking some stands with their shirts, like to like stand up to what's going on and shit. I think they were like, Fuck oh, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, with this pass, what are you talking about? Yeah, but they got yeah. rid of the bassist and I mean, Oh, they got rid of the bassist. It was crazy. Uh, Cause it was the, everybody's rooting for them. They're like the ghost inside comeback story. And then like, Oh, nah, the bassist is yeah. a racist. <laughs> you remember the band that called him out What the guy was from? I'm trying to remember. Oh no, man. I don't, I didn't recognize the band. I recognize. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> I Actually, I don't even know if I knew the band name. I just seen the guy. I don't know. I just read the article and I don't know. I think it was someone. I think it was a black guy from a hardcore band. Yes, you're right. It and was. He, like, I just heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, I don't know. I don't think that changed how I thought about the album or anything like that. It was just. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm kind of with you. If if I want to listen to that stuff, I'm probably just going to go back to the stuff I know that I 
can sing along to and pump my fist and have <laughs> yeah. fun with it. Yeah, I yeah. feel. There, I mean, they, this album had some of that. It wasn't all of it. It was some but I of do, it. At the same time, though, I do want to check this out, and I want to see how... I want to, like, really just focus on the drums and see how, mm. you know, to go through that and then perform. Like, I want to... I'm, I'm just interested in that yeah. whole yeah. side of it. Yeah, very cool that he's able to do that. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. To be, I mean, like I said, there's nothing... It's not like bad. It's just... Like it was really the lyrics was it i mean there was some it's standard you got your standard breakdowns all over and all that kind of stuff but if you want to just well, like have, have the, some mindless fun <laughs> they have the same formula for every song yeah. it's like yeah him yeah. yelling into a breakdown and it's <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> i haven't been checking anything like this out like this year at all you know like metalcore ish but the only reason why i did it was because it was them like i, well, I was gonna say you know, the i just one wanted that to I, see yeah the one i would recommend over it I'm not okay. trying to say this is shit or anything, but the one that I actually was feeling a little bit more was uh, the new Bleed From Within. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up, too, and I struggled with either that one or this one, but okay. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I've listened to that album. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I, I I think it is. It's like Red. Yeah. Yeah, Red. Yeah, Fracture is the name of the album. Yeah. It was I, pretty fun. I, I, yeah, I completely agree with you. It kind of sounds like a little older Parkway or something like that. It sounds like... Uh, like I guess if Parkway would have just matured a little bit and not went down the shitty path that That's they what went I mean. down, so yeah, yeah. it's good. Yes. It's fun. I mean, it's it's old school. It's two thousands metalcore. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Kill switchy kind of stuff. You know, whatever. All of that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, if you want a little bit of a nostalgia, nostalgic metalcore, it's it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not at all. All right, we got one more. You guys are gonna hate this. <laughs> all right, let's see it. I can't wait to. <laughs> I know you're gonna hate it. it. Any guesses what? what it is? Like style? No. Thrash? <laughs> no. Wait, no. To who? Me or Stan? Both. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just listen to this. All right, it's clip two. The glam? <laughs> God damn it, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds like Frieza. Straight faces, clenched teeth. 
What is the point of you doing that to us? <laughs> the people need to hear it, man. The people need to hear it. Do they, though? <laughs> really? There's at least one out there that needs to hear it. I, I guarantee that. Not what even one it? smile. Not even... What couldn't was even feel it? the chorus. No, I couldn't, dude. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> was it Demons and Wizards? No, no. No. This is much more, like fun than that okay. much more fun than that and less serious you know demons i checked that demons and wizard i was all right yeah okay well this, this is disrespectful Greyhawk. to somebody who liked it Greyhawk keepers of the flame Greyhawk. okay <laughs> okay you looking it up yeah Me? i don't know why <laughs> no not at all <laughs> you see the cover it's pretty sick you see the cover you know exactly what you're gonna get dude it's just the new wave of uh traditional heavy metal man i i Scratches an itch. I like to have a couple albums like that hanging around. It's summer. Blast that shit out of your car. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm the, I, don't, uh, I don't know what to say, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's let I the mean, listeners don't decide. Don't get me wrong. I'm the, if you put on like old like Motley Crue when they were like harder, like I'm the first one to pump their fist and sing along. Like I, I'm the last one. <laughs> I'm leaving you know, to have a cigarette. And some of this do, you know, I like that old shit. You know, put you put some of this epic like doom stuff on nowadays. Like uh, yeah, what was that one fucking CD last year? But anyways, like I'm I love that shit. But this is just like I don't know. You're trying to be like part of the '80s and just yeah. like it's oh, already for sure. been. But it's already been done, and it was done yeah, but well. It's like, like, yeah, I know for sure. <laughs> you could just go back and listen to something older, but they just—that's—that's that's my problem. I do check out a lot of that kind of stuff. Like, I don't like a lot of it uh-huh. because it's just stuff that's been done. You could go back, but theirs was fun enough. Like as the whole album, like I just couldn't resist it. I was like, "This is fun as shit." I'm probably gonna buy this album, and it was fun, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, but yeah, I think you're thinking own. of like Crip Sermon. Like that's a lot yeah, more yeah, serious. Yeah. It's got the doomier aspects. But it's got all the it's got all that stuff that you're looking for in that yeah, with just awesome music behind you know it does and that is yeah that <laughs> so that's where top, I'm at yeah that's a probably a I don't want to say it's a better album it's just a different album yeah yeah that's a top ten of the year album this is just a fun fucking album that I don't know I had a lot of fun with dude it's funny too it's like I mean it's cheesy this is what like, you do for fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you call this fun, motherfucker? This yeah, isn't dude, fun. Alicia was my wife. She was fucking laughing too. I was playing this in the house earlier. She's like, what the fuck is this? I was gonna go with another album instead. I was like, you guys would have liked more, but no. I I gotta go stay true to my heart. Come on, man. A little bit of fucking priest, little Dio in there. Whatever you say, yeah, guy. I would just go listen to Priest and Dio. Like I love yeah, Priest and I love true. Dio. But you could say uh, that about all of our old school death metal stuff we're listening to. Am I right? That's different. Mm. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> They're still, that's classier. <laughs> Dude, the chorus. Uh, Don't wait for the wizard. Don't wait for the magic. The power is in you. Dude, <laughs> so, come on. This cover's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you get to the end of that song and you hear him start chanting that out and you don't feel powerful, yeah, and you, I'm don't, not you don't, get you don't need the start. wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get to the <laughs> oh fuck off you know whatever no. i'll listen to it i'll be having fun you guys can go listen to hey that's all that matters that is all that matters <laughs> oh stan i thought you were gonna bring in some maggot stomp today you've been talking to maggot stomp a lot yeah um, i thought so too stan what the fuck i've been like the stuff i really got into was stuff that was released last year i haven't like that's i haven't right. loved any of the stuff that was like 
from this year yet, but yeah. What what stuff from last year were you buying and liking? Uh the rotted rotted, um Yeah. Fucking mortal wound, uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh Magnolent Altar is probably the best on that label. Uh, For sure. <laughs> Frozen Soul is... Actually, no, I take that back. Frozen Soul, that fucking raw caveman shit. Like, oh, that's... I've been I've been trying to find that cassette. It was sold out, like, right away. <laughs> <laughs> you still been on... You've been still been checking all that shit out, though? Oh, yeah. I keep up with them. What about that 200 Stab Wounds one? That demo? I do like that one. Uh, I gotta get more into it. It was, like, one of the later ones I checked out, but, yeah. Yeah. It's good. That was pretty good. I mean, basically all their shit's good. <laughs> yeah. You can't go wrong. There's really not much bad. No. I think the one I didn't like on it was like the techie one, and that was it. <laughs> was it new? Uh, No, I don't. Actually, yeah, one of the newer albums this year. Yeah. They don't fuck up with the caveman stuff. That's no, for sure. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I got for today. Yeah. I, I, this is actually probably the first time I had probably, probably about five others I could have brought. Yeah? Yeah. You've been actually checking a lot of new shit out? I have been. I've been trying to do my homework, catching up, so I don't... Not not trying not to wait till the end of the year this year. Yeah. Did you guys check out the new Lamb of God yet? That's something I haven't... I have not. No, I have not. Just curious. Yeah, I've seen it out, but I have not gotten it yet, so... Yeah. I heard it, I heard it was pretty good. Definitely worth... I mean, I'm going to check it out. I like yeah. their last one. Worth a listen. See what it's like without the drummer. Yeah, this is nice. I feel like... Uh, Definitely January and February and a little bit of March was just, it was just like dull. It was like one album here and there. And then we just got flooded with shit in April and May. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like it's a little bit fucked up now. So I, I, maybe way. that's every year you're like, oh, fuck, this year's going to suck. And then it's just like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it was been delayed pretty for a while though. So true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, does that wrap it up pretty much? Yeah. Wraps it up. Shot, you got a rant got, or anything? No, nothing. Mm, no, it's been. I mean, yeah, I'm pissed that the fucking between the buried and me concert got, you know, <laughs> indefinitely postponed. But I guess I can't really be that mad. So. Yeah, we can't even get into that topic. That's so fucked. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not the only one. So, dude, did you see the sanctuary actually announce a show though, Stan? Really? What was it? Anything good? Internal bleeding and huh? Any, just a show like in july i was surprised to even see like a show announced. that's cool yeah i don't i don't know how that's working out i mean i think they're from new york maybe they just drive up and play yeah because i don't think people are touring but promising a little sketchy now well they got some stuff for august and september nice do they yeah i added some more stuff sick of it all Hmm. oh really yeah like people are gonna be coming out like crazy for like anything (laughs) yeah they're itching man they are itching Dude, I can't wait. <laughs> YouTube shit on TV, all that live shit was cool for a minute. Now you're just like, get me the fuck out of the house. I want to go to a live show. Yeah. Fuck the streams. <laughs> well, did you see the, what's it called? That herd immunity tour that's going on? No. <laughs> it's like a festival. They're just like, fuck it, herd immunity. And everybody's no. showing up to just, yeah, no joke, dude. Then they're, yeah, they're having it next month, Who's I guess. Who's in it? I don't know. I, <laughs> here, let me see. Hold on. Bunch of like caveman death metal bands. Just <laughs> it's not. No, it's dude. This is like, this is not a uh, metal. It's probably okay. like, yeah, yeah. Music festival originally billed as COVID herd immunity fest. And they're uh, just saying fuck it. Yeah, they're literally just saying fuck it. I think it actually is a metal fest. Oh, this is cool. I mean, it got wait a year, but uh, that devastation on the nation tour got re postponed till next year. 
I think everything is just next year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's probably the smartest thing. Yeah. Until the shit comes back in November and we're all fucked. We're never going to go to a show again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know. What that's the fun. fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't really find anything about it. You can look on Facebook. I guess three-day passes to the event cost 105 It looks like there's some metal bands that are involved. Yeah, I stopped uh, listening once you said it wasn't about K-Men death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's touring, it's going all around and shit? Uh, or it's just down in your fucked up state? <laughs> no, it's, just no, it's in Wisconsin. That's in Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah, that's not anywhere near me. They wouldn't let that shit go on down here. Okay. They're not that dumb. I don't know. <laughs> well, boys. If you want more, we uh, just did a pretty good trivia episode. Yep. Not going to talk about the results, but. Got some video episodes coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing a lot of cool shit outside the normal. So you mm-hmm. guys got to get down on this Patreon. Mm-hmm. See our pretty faces? Mm-hmm. Hopefully Stan cleans his fucking face up by then. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. That's just, I told you, man. Cut that shit. That's that's not attractive. <laughs> Put that out. We lose like 10 followers. Yeah. On Patreon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the interview. Listen to some disgusting death metal. Nice. Nice. They got it. I know they... We talked about it a little bit. They got an album coming out this year. I don't know when, but... I can't wait for it. Just disgusting fucking death metal, man. He was so cool. He let me hear a song that's coming out from that one. Oh, nice. Just because he's a nice fucking guy. And it's so, it's, if you like their last album, then you're going to fucking love it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, he was a cool dude. But all right. I think that does it. Yep, that's it. Well, I'm standing I'm Evil man. J. I'm Evil J. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck right off. <laughs> I'm Little J. Little J. And you guys stay, and I'm shoddy, and you guys stay metal. <laughs>
Hey, Hello. man. How's it going? Doing good. How about you? I'm all right. Just finished having some dinner and stuff like that. So life is good again. <laughs> uh, Where do you live? I'm in uh, Michigan, like, you know, like an hour north of Detroit. Yeah. You guys have come oh, through okay. here, right? Yeah, I think we've done the a couple of times in the past. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, things over there right now. You know, they're uh, <laughs> Detroit's what? Detroit's kind of like a hot spot for all this shit going on. So <laughs> yeah. we are... Uh, we're, we're in lockdown like a little longer than a lot of these other spots. So I, I'm, I've been off work for like a couple months. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that holding up all right for you though? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're doing, we've got unemployment going on. They're, they're being pretty generous with that. So it's, it's, it's really not too big of a difference. I mean, it's, it's extra family time. You know what I mean? Uh, that's nice to hear at least. Yeah, yeah. What so about I'll over go- there? Is it, is it hit you guys pretty bad or no? Uh, I think Denmark was out a little bit earlier than most other countries really. So we kind of locked down. When it all just hit us immediately, I found out that just the night before everything was presented. So we are starting to open up again now, pretty much everything, just with like certain conditions and precautions taken. But yeah, pretty much everything is back in action, though. I've been working most of the time anyway, so it didn't really affect me too much. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because you so is your main thing uh, extremely rotten productions? Is that like your main gig? No, I'm, no, no, it isn't. Though. I work <laughs> as, a, as a janitor part time at a like a college. Okay, okay. So a little and bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, pretty much, just like maintenance and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is like uh, we just do like a podcast. We do interviews. We do our own discussions and all that. So I won't take too much of your time, man. I just wanted to chat a little bit. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of of all your projects and stuff. So we can dive into some of that stuff if you don't mind. Yeah, not at all. It all sounds fun to me. I never tried doing an interview like this before either. So okay, <laughs> cool. It's all just a learning process for me as well. I'm just <laughs> embracing it as much as I can. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, like first of all, man. I mean, when did you get into just like guitar or music? Like, was that like an early thing for you, or is that something that came on later in life? Uh, I only really just got into music rather late, as I was like ten or eleven or something like that. Before that, I never really had much of an interest. But then I started discovering various music and some friends and i we decided we need to start a band so i was like all right you're gonna learn to play the drums and you'll play the bass and i'll play the guitar and you'll play the guitar and that was how i picked up on that okay the band never came into being but that's how i started playing guitar right was it simple stuff or was it was it even metal at that point or no i think we were just like influenced we wanted to sound like nirvana and alice in chains and (laughs) stuff like that right 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 yeah okay okay what who was the person that got you going with the death metal stuff like what was the the first one for that, or I mean, even just metal in general. I think just watching MTV at the time, I listened to the radio when there was certain like specials on more extreme music that got me intrigued. And then all the kids at school and around when you got presented to that kind of thing and what you read in the magazines. So it's just a little bit of everything, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't like the one friend or the older brother or anything like that. No, I was a little bit more loose and just discovering things on my own in a lot of ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say like I had a weird experience because I found out like I was getting into more of the, I don't know, not not the metal I want to talk about nowadays. But <laughs> I had a history <laughs> teacher and he he would shovel. He he would be like, oh, you like that band? And then he would just give us something that was you know, he would give us repulsion and <laughs> and shit like that. And he like really helped us out. That was really cool. That's very cool. I heard a lot of stories like that actually, especially about like. The teacher bringing over tapes and CDs for the students that seemed interested in that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It. it made going to class like a little more fun, you know. I bet. <laughs> it's a whole different. I know when I go to to my work at the school and I'm wearing like a death metal shirt, I can just tell the kids just think I'm a fucking loser. 
there's a whole difference is raising, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even know. I guess in, in do you ever see people walking around in school now with like uh, death metal shirts on or anything like that? Or what are the kids wearing right now? Well, the school I work at is pretty much like a very alternative school. Okay. So it's, it's more focused. There used to be a lot, a lot of punks going there. But you still see some people who like, sometimes I meet people that are go into the shows that we do and set up and stuff like that also. Oh, and sometimes nice. people come to me at shows and like, oh man, you're my grumpy janitor. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> but, well, then sometimes they like it, sometimes they go, yeah, you know. Right. It's right. a mixed thing, I guess. But we do have like the people in metal at the school too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe you could uh, slip them a CD here or there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I put up the posters at the school and stuff like that when we do things at least. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> And then I hide again, so they don't know it's me. <laughs> what? Uh, so I mean, I don't. We didn't mention it here, but obviously you're from uh, Denmark. I think Copenhagen, yeah. right? Yeah, I live in Copenhagen. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, what was the, was the scene? Was there a strong scene like when you were growing up around that time, or when did that start hitting? Uh, I grew up up north from here, like uh, half an hour or something like that by car, little hour with public transportation. Where I grew up, there was nothing going on. It mm. was close to a sort of bigger city called Hilsinger, where there was a little bit of a scene and a, and a venue or two. But it was really Copenhagen and going in here, which was where it was all about. So when I started doing that, I just realized that I needed to be in here for anything to happen. Yeah. So I moved in to Copenhagen in 2005 and started meeting new people and getting bands started at that time too and stuff like that. And at the time for metal, there was not really that of a strong scene going on in Copenhagen. And from the, a lot of the people I met and knew and my experience of going to shows were that I, there was a lot of like the whole rock star attitude going on, <laughs> which I did not care much for. I always just thought it was weird because we all just losers in the end. <laughs> Most of us not making a living of it anyway. So the whole attitude and arrogance around that kind of thing was just really weird to me. Yeah. And then I had friends that started playing punk music also. And then I got to see the way of the whole DIY, everybody doing everything themselves and setting things up and everybody being a part of everything going on and the less of the attitude thing i really liked that and embraced that and started doing a lot of punk stuff too hmm. and then i just kind of started doing my own death metal things since that was my passion from before i was into punk that maybe that could be combined and maybe that was a way of doing it instead of everything having to be so much build around status or whatever you say right so I always just prefer to be about the the product of things more than the people behind it or doing it or whatever because I didn't really care about that. <laughs> it was more just a thing we could all enjoy together. Right. When did? Because so, I mean, you guys, from what yeah. I've seen, you guys have some. It's like a it's a cool tight knit scene that seems to be going on right now. I mean, when did that start start off happening <laughs> well, with the death metal was, and everything? That was something we create create ourselves really. Yeah. Well, we started on a guy in two thousand eight. We didn't really expect much to, to happen or anything like people really caring about what we do. We were just a couple of friends that wanted to play death metal. So we got a back going and then we thought, well, it'd be fun to have like some sort of stupid nickname for where we're from. And there was the punk scene in Copenhagen that they called themselves the K-Town punk scene. <laughs> okay. So we just thought K-Town, right? We make it dumber and our drummer, Anas in Onagang, suggested we'll just call it Kill Town. <laughs> So we started using that for the origin of where the band Onagang was from. We were from Killtown, Denmark. And then we got together with some other friends. And we were talking about trying to do a festival. And I said it should be strictly death metal because at the time around 2009 when we were talking about this, there were starting to be more bands playing like an older style of death metal again. 
in Scandinavia especially we noticed because that was kind of where we had our our breeding ground. Okay. And we decided we would do a strictly death underground death metal festival, and I said we should call it Killtown Death Fest. <laughs> and around that, some more people started playing in bands, and we I thought it was cool that we start our own little circle of bands and doing so. We called that the Killtown Death Militia at that time. <laughs> Which was probably more just of a stupid romanticized brainchild of mine that never really came into being. But nonetheless, <laughs> there was something we were trying to build up at that time. And there was a few bands that started going and some, I guess most of them really died again and turned into other bands. And some people left and some people continued and stuff like that. Yeah. There was another band called Mold that was rehearsing next to us downstairs that later turned into both Friendlith and Tuffus. Okay, right. Also a band called Reverie, and they turned into some other prog bands and black metal bands, stuff like that. But yeah, I guess that might cover that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's cool, and it's like honestly, yeah, you. <laughs> it's kind of funny because you're kind of central to it all from my eyes. I mean, just from looking into you and everything, like between the Killtown Death Fest, you know, your production, the you know, distributing stuff from around you, promoting stuff around you and, and being in like half the bands and things like that. It's just, it's pretty cool. Like, that's why I really want to talk to you because I really like talking to people who are, I mean, when, when, when someone's in multiple death metal bands, it always screams to me that, I mean, they're passionate about it. They're, you know, maybe they're a, they're like a lifer. They're they're not in it for a minute and out. And then I when I was looking into some of your stuff, and I mean, I already seen the amount of bands you're in and everything else you've done. It's like this guy is is passionate about metal, which is, is cool. Hey man, I like death metal. Death metal is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what was like the first couple of albums that you got that made you even like the genre? Like, what was the ones that pulled you into it? I still remember that the first song that that took me by surprise and blew me away was Domination. From the album Domination by yeah. Morbid Angel. Okay. Oh, actually, I made a definite mistake. Tom Domination, I heard, is Where the Slime Lives, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that really stood out to me, and I was just blown away by the intensity of the double kicks and the vocals. I didn't really understand how you could make a voice sound like that, and the effects on there. It's, yeah. The whole thing was so extreme to me that I had to dig in deeper. like the perfect one too because it's so simple heavy catchy <laughs> you know it could pull someone new in yeah it really did for me at least i know a lot of people would probably not like it and i think they're already downhill by that time but that album has a special place for me because it was my introduction yeah for sure oh there's so many albums like that where yeah, people start hating them but if you found it first i mean 
Yeah, it's going to be special. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then you just dug in deeper from there? Yeah, definitely. Then I started, I, I think the second band I discovered after that was a Grave. Mm. And then just trying to find similar things by going to whatever record stores we had up in uh, Helsingør, close to where I lived, and finding from that section what there was available. And there was um, a sort of underground, weird secondhand store called um, Dr. Dizzy in the main street also that had a lot of bootlegs and stuff like that too. So I went in there and felt extremely uncomfortable because I felt like I was not cool enough to go through <laughs> those things Yeah, and picked up everything. So once in a while, I want to have a bit of money like once a month to bring back home and then listen and look into thanks lists on there or whatever was related to the labels and then see what else I could find by yeah. those uh, labels or bands. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, the old school way of doing it. <laughs> I always thought it was really cool. I always really appreciate it and go through the thanks list and see what bands are these guys in touch with? And oh, yeah. would that be something for me? Yeah, it was fun. You just kind of like go by the name and then you just you have to go pick it up, you know, and see if it's yeah. good or not. I mean, you, you just, there was no way of like checking it out then. Definitely not, no. It's all about <laughs> the name and the cover, really. Did you guys ever have, like, I know in the States, when I was younger, we had a store called FYE. And you, right. could, you could go in there and they would have like a little listening booth. So you could go and you could throw it on and then you could actually hit, hear like a minute or a 30 second clip. Did you guys ever have that? Yeah, we had some of the bigger stores that would have like a couple of stands where there would be headphones you can go and then you could bring your CD to the counter and ask if you could hear that and they would go down and let you <laughs> have that put on. Yeah, yeah. So something like that, I guess. But an entire booth, that sounds cool too. Yeah, it was for a little while, you know, and then it went away. I don't... <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember, yeah, that's how I would try, try not yeah. to waste my money at least and see if something was good or not, you know. It's always a chance and a, <laughs> a bit of a risk. Right, right. Did, so do you still listen to like much of that older stuff now or do you stay more up to date like on the new stuff? Or Well, I guess like most people, we always go back to the same thing that kind of like made you fall in love with the channel at first. But I, I'm very interested in what's going on still too. And I try to be a bit involved also because I know a lot of people still from around having toured and playing shows and interacting, having a label and the band. So I'm a little bit on and off in touch with a lot of newer bands too. And mm. the scene is very strong and very much alive at the moment too. So I think it's, it's great. Definitely yeah. it's very much alive in 2020 now. How, I mean, what's the change been like since when you started the band to now? Have you noticed just that huge boom? I think when we first started out, there was like several other bands going at the same time as from my point, especially, uh, well, a lot of things going on in Scandinavia at the time. There was a bit of the Finnish band standing out that is now more recognized also, like Crips and what else do we have from that time? Yeah, and then some of the Swedish bands are not around anymore, and for a lot of it, thank God, anyway. <laughs> um, but then it kind of died, out again, died down again for a few years, I think. And then for the last five years or so, it's just seemed like it's been blooming and just getting bigger and bigger every year with more and more bands and, well, a lot of higher quality with a lot of things, too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy with the way that death metal is going right now? Like with the trends and this and that? Or is there anything you like, don't like? Well, there's always a bit of both on there, <laughs> but I think it's good. I mean, it also means there's a lot more interest in the things that I do. And that means that I can do that more because there's more interest. And that means to generate some money to produce things better and more and more widespread, which is cool. Yeah. Which yeah. is also why that uh, I've taken a sabbatical from my, my regular job from after summer here to try to go all in and just the label and the store and my bands and doing art for death metal in okay. general. So I'm taking that risk because yeah. that seems to be the interest right now. Hey, I that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I know you mentioned your, your artwork. Uh, you've been doing that. I know for all your albums, I mean, how long, how long have you been doing that for? 
like getting other kid, I guess. So I was just into the macabre and like horror comics and stuff like that. So I started drawing like that when I was a kid with all the mushroom-looking skulls and stuff like that, which was all just <laughs> garbage. And then I stopped for several years. And then when I started getting into playing my own bands and having friends playing a bands, I had some people asking for me to do some things for that. And I did that for some of their own projects I started and for local show posters and stuff like that. And that just evolved from there. And then from seeing like the old carcass thing where Jeff Walker was doing a lot of the drawings and with autopsy with Chris Reifert doing some of that logos and drawings and a bit with Steve over Steve over there doing art and logos stuff like that. I just thought, well, if we just keep everything in the band, that's really cool. Yeah. And it's free because we don't have to pay anyone. Right. So there's just several aspects of that that seem very practical. So then yeah. I just continue doing that for better and for worse. <laughs> What's like your favorite piece you've done? I still think that the Misanthropologie Onagang LP cover, just because it's kind of iconic in the adaption of the Vituvia Man like that, mm-hmm. is cool as a standout value for that. But almost every time I do something new, I feel like, well, this might be the best, which I guess is a healthy progression at least. Right. So I, we were talking about uh, Kill Town Death Fest too a little bit. So are you still involved with that? Like how involved are you with that whole fest? Uh, it's a bit of a sore subject to be honest though by now, but uh, no, I'm not involved with it anymore. Okay. Uh, we I started out with, we were like 15 people at first, and then a lot of people dropped out from that for to the next year, from 2010 to 11, and then people left from that and on and off. And we did five years from 10 till 14 back then. And then I just did not have fun with it, and I couldn't manage it. So I said to my one partner left at the time that I, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun for me, and it's too stressful, and this is just how it is. And yeah. we decided to look, to close it down. And then he kept trying to persuade me to start was doing it again. And eventually I said yes to that, and we got a couple of people together again, and we started doing it like a one-off thing at first I felt like would be necessary. And it was good and a success for what it was. And it was cool and I was more interested than I ever was in the past. Maybe also because a lot of the new bands had come around that was more recognition for Death Metal again than I was in mm. 2010 till 14. But yeah, it was still, I could just feel that it was, it was not for me. I did not enjoy doing big things to that scale and I could not get involved and do as much as I wanted to because I had too much going on. I just did not have the drive for it. Yeah. So for, to be honest to myself and to my partners and that, it was just not the right thing. But at the same time, I felt like it was also very much a part of my creation. And I brought the name to and I brought the visual, I brought the idea of what it should be. So if I was not involved, I would appreciate that it was maybe it was not called the same thing. Mm. It's the same channels. And that has not been uh, respected or followed. And I've been very, tried to be very negotiable about it. But things have not really been going the way I want. And uh. it's what it is. So I just try to act like it's not existing and let that be for what it is. <laughs> but, I'm not. I'm not enjoying it, and I feel a bit, a bit stepped on in it. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. But people right. like it, that they should do that. I just don't want to get involved and have anything to do with it. I just want everything dragged away from my association with it, even though sure. it's kind of hot. Yeah, because I knew I, all I knew was you were there in the beginning. I remember here, you know, and I never knew like what was going on with it after that. But I mean, I would, I would imagine that'd be a lot of work. I was just watching that documentary on um, uh, Maryland Death Fest. I don't know if you've ever played that no, one uh we did with friendless we okay. never been offered to play with onagon we played some of the european ones but okay yeah yeah well i mean they were just there was a documentary on it and they just uh, put it out for free the other day um and uh, since it got canceled you know this year and just yeah. just seeing what goes into a fest and the amount of work and 
I, it look it look it seems like a really cool thing to do, but then again, it just yeah. seems like a lot of fucking work. Yeah, especially for something like that, which is an even bigger scale. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, well, so back to so, how do you say? Is it? I mean, in America, we would just say undergang, but how would you? How do? You, how was the correct way of saying it? Oh, we say unagang. If okay. you kind of think about you saying like inner something, so like two n's instead of an n and d in the beginning, and then just the typical Danish a that is ah uh, unagang. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I knew oh. I was gonna. I knew it was gonna. I knew it was wrong, but hey, man, that's all right. You appreciate you people are trying at least. It's right. <laughs> and so, I have experienced before in the past when we've been touring, say in America, and people just expect us to be an American or English speaking band, and they're like, <laughs> "Why are you called Undergang?" <laughs> like, well, it's not really like that, is it? Right. But it's not to understand, which makes sense when it sounds so much like an English sounding word too. Right. 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 What uh what when you started that band like I mean cuz that fucking that first album is is awesome and I mean for like a first album to come right out with you know what was like the mindset when you like started the band did you know exactly what you wanted to do with it or did you guys get together and just start messing around or what Well I pretty much had the idea for what kind of death metal band I wanted to start for a few years at the time and then I've been writing riffs and songs on and off for a couple of years by that time that we got together in 2008 and we were originally even supposed to have two more members, so we'll be a separate singer and uh, another person on bass, and then Casper on guitar, and me on guitar, and Anders on drums. But the other two people never showed up for the first couple of rehearsals, so they kind of limited things, so we just moved around to make it work as a three-piece. And we just started jamming the songs I've been writing on, and we had a few songs ready pretty fast. We're pretty excited about it. We just wanted to make something really low-tuned and heavy and somewhat catchy and just brutal, <laughs> but fun. Right. So um, I had my friend at the time called Jonas do album cover for us because I didn't feel comfortable with doing the actual cover myself at that time. Because to me, it was my first release, the first album and an LP. I was too insecure to want to have something to be a part of, of being on the cover of that as it was a right. big deal. And yeah, then January 2010, our LP was released. It was our debut album and that was pretty much what we wanted. And it was a very big day. It was very cool. Had you ever uh, had you ever done vocals before that? 
not like that at all though i've been screaming a bit in some punk bands i was playing in before that but not like that at all i just <laughs> had to kind of well the vocalist didn't show up for the rehearsals so i guess i'll sing and then i just had to try to figure out how i can sound very low and, and brutal that was the idea though all along you wanted some low guttural vocals for it oh absolutely yeah i was just love the the way that say bill steer's vocal will be and uh and yeah well some some of that mixed with what what do i do auntie bowman or something like that just something really extreme and very yeah. low yeah for sure so that's awesome because i mean that's something that i love about like the progression of like the albums is like it seems like you just get lower and more disgusting <laughs> like as you go along which is just it's just awesome oh man i can't even i can't even stand listening to the first two albums really because of the vocal performances on there because i was still just trying to find out what to do and i had no idea okay yeah well, well, yeah but the, it was between yeah. that and then the third album that i kind of found the way that i'm doing it now right well it makes sense if you just <laughs> had to figure out you know as you were going with it but i don't know man i still like that first album is just so like you said you guys were trying to keep some catchiness in there and the fucking riffs and the catchiness on that thing and it's it's so short i mean whenever i play it it's like i play it at least twice in a row because it's just <laughs> easy to throw right back on i like that man i think that's cool we're actually trying to do a bit like that ever since that also with the last album and the new album coming out that we want to keep it like around half an hour so you don't get fed up but you feel like um, maybe i'll give it another spin yeah i mean you know i think that's my favorite kind of death metal album i mean 30 yeah, 40 right? minutes it's like that's the sweet spot for me it's perfect. You can always hit play again, you know? <laughs> that is true. I mean, we got told something by Rain and Blood, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, some albums, it's fine. If, you know, I mean, some slower albums, you know, you got to draw it out a little longer and everything, but it's hard yeah, to beat a good short. Place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's what I liked about your last album, too. And exactly like you said, it, it's it's pretty short. It's pretty concise. And it's the same thing, man. I mean, you can hit hit play again on that one. I like that. Very sick. Yeah, so you guys put that one out 2017, the last yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, that one seemed like you guys uh, had quite a bit of attention on it. I remember seeing that one pop up quite a bit when that came out. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the combination of things was there, but something must have been done right. I guess we've been touring quite a lot before that, especially in America also, leading up to that with like these long five-week summer tours for a couple of years in a row. So we had a bit more of our name built up and then Dark Descent, who was also putting it out, also got bigger and bigger. So I guess a mixture of that and yeah. decent PR campaign might have been helpful. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean it's not like it's not like you guys totally changed big time on that from the last album or anything. I mean the last album was killer too before that. But for some reason, yeah, I just really seen the name and the album blow up that year. Yeah, I'm not even sure what to say, but it definitely felt that way. <laughs> I could feel on, on the shows we were playing and the tours, the shows got bigger and better and stuff like that. And That's a good point about Dark Descent, though, because they were they were really starting to blow up at that point. I know I was checking out everything they were putting out, and some people might have been taking even more note with that. Yeah, it's very cool. Matt is a great guy, and he does a great job with the label, I think. And it's really cool to see how that has also just been growing up together at the same time as we've been around, which is fun and cool. Yeah, I love that. I, I talked to Matt a couple of years back, and because I, I love, I love when a label you can check everything out from it. And a lot of the bigger labels now, metal, you know, you just can't do that. You don't know what you're going to get. But with like a Dark Descent or something like that, you know what you're going to get. Pretty much, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, I respect and appreciate that too. Yeah, he's cool. He's a fan of the music, and he's just he's he cares for the things and the bands. So total yeah. support. That's awesome. 
you guys uh have you been working on the new album or or what's going on with that uh it, it's it's done we got the mixer uh, the, the mix and the mastering approved like uh, a month ago by now i think so okay. now we're just maybe waiting on me getting the cover and layout done okay okay be out after the summer originally it was supposed to be out th- this july when we had a couple of shows on the east coast planned with a uh, piss grave and mephitic corpse oh nice but due to the whole virus and pandemic and the end of the world temporarily <laughs> right now the labels and us we decided that there was no reason to be too much in a rush since sales might not be as much in priority right now as though like that so yeah. take it after the summer when things might have calmed down a little bit Right, oh, makes sense. Why rush it? Yeah, I guess it's not like we can go out and do shows or tours to promote it anyway. So take it yeah. easy and uh, spend some time making uh, some great visuals for it. Right. Hopefully. What was something that you wanted to like kind of keep from the sound of the last one, and what was something you kind of were like, we got to change this up a little bit or do better? I think everything's just been like a very <clears throat> liquid, evolving, natural progression of everything we've done. So it's not like drastically anything we changed. One thing we wanted to remain was that we wanted to work with. Greg Wilkinson in uh, Earhammers yeah. studio in Oakland, California, because he's been producing our last two albums, and I love working with him, and I think he really makes Honagang sound the best. Okay, yeah. So even though we couldn't go over there to record this time, we still wanted him to be involved, so we had recordings done here in Copenhagen. We went down to a friend's studio called Ballet Studio in the same rehearsal basement as we have Practice Room, the same place we also recorded the Friendlith album and the EP and the new album coming from Friendlith also. So it was a pleasure working there, recording like that. And then we had things sent over to Greg and Earhammer, and he has then been mixing and mastering there. So the sound is pretty much familiar to the last two albums, very Mm -hmm. dark and very bass-heavy and just nasty sounding. And uh, we're going to keep it around like half an hour again, and then we have a little bit of the same things, some shorter, faster songs again, some of the more mid-tempo usual 12 years of Onagang kind of sounding songs and some, <laughs> some slower ones too. So with, with with it being that that length, did you guys do a lot of trimming things down or is that just what you wrote? Uh, we wrote some extra songs this time. We recorded more songs. So we have on the same session also, we're doing a, a split LP with Anatomia as a follow-up, even though we did a split before, just because our relationship is still there and we have a connection. So we just thought, why not? Yeah. So you guys we have done a lot of splits and... Uh... Those kind of things. Is that just like a, an extra way to give people what they want or keep keep the name out there, things like that? Not really. I, I, th- I think split releases are fun. And for my personal sake and the taste in it, I think it's cool if there's some sort of personal relationship going on between the bands. Yeah. Which has been the case here. So sometimes we've done the things with friends' bands or it has been a case of um, something to have put out for a tour, also a special show. Then we'll team up with the bands we're playing with and then we'll each donate something for a split and then be available at the shows. So something like that. No, just it's always cool when you can, you, you listen to a split and then you, you know the one band, but maybe you're not familiar with the other one and it's a great way to find new bands for sure. Yeah, definitely. It could be a cool introduction. Well, cool. I can't wait to, to hear this new stuff, man. Oh, speaking of that, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, the new album also sees the introduction of our two new members to the lineup, especially. Okay. Well, we have a new bassist and we have a new lead guitarist. So that's for once actually going to be leads on this album. Okay. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> it sounds great and it really makes the music even more intense. There's something new, uh, a new layer added to the band, which I'm sure people will like and appreciate. It's still 100% on a gang, but just fatter. Yeah, that sounds perfect. I know. It's probably <laughs> I promise that. 
So with Frenolith, that album, Desolate Landscapes, it's just like, it just seems like you guys have been playing forever already. You know, it's it's a really mature sounding album for for being like the first full length. Well, that's cool to hear though. We, we've been practicing a lot at that time. We used to have, go to get together several times a week and practice and we were playing a lot of shows at that time also. So I think we just really spent time on trying to be good at playing the songs that we had. Okay. Is it different with under, or I'm not even going to say the name, but between your bands, with the writing style, like with that one, do you guys work together? Do you do, do you send each other riffs or what do you guys do for that? Uh, in the past, it's mainly just been me writing the riffs and the, and the structures and stuff like that. And then we get it together at rehearsal. With Frenolith, it's it's more uh, Simon who writes the riffs and then we work it out at the, at the rehearsal room together structures and stuff like that and then i do a bit of additions but it's, it's not that's probably why you can tell there's difference in the writing too because i don't bring the main meat to the table there mm-hmm. who i know you guys both do vocals how do you handle who does what on that uh, i just like the, the the mixture of things there like it's a bit more live and you can kind of like swap things and stuff like that simon wrote writes most of the lyrics in that too and then we try to figure out what what makes sense as to split it up who takes what parts and stuff like that without it being lead vocalist so both are like sort of on equal terms mm. but yeah. it's usually something we work out in the studio really <laughs> because we <laughs> get it all sorted out before that it's not till the final phase comes there right like, right it seemed like a lot of people were into that one too when that when that album came out and it's like it's like uh i remember seeing that one almost just as much yeah i mean for it's seeming like that there was hardly any promotion for it really then it did pretty good on its own yeah, I guess we were trying to get out and play a lot of shows at that time too, and do some tours to try to get the name of the album out there like that. But I did feel a little bit like we were we were not proper promoted for that one. So I'm a bit surprised that it did as well as it did, and it's now in several pressings from both labels and stuff like that. But right, yeah. So you guys are doing? Is it just an EP then? That's next. Uh, I think I confused some things. So now I was referring to we released an, an EP two years ago, and I think it is. But we just finished a, an album also. Okay. We recorded that back in October, just before oh. we did the Friendlove album, uh, the Onagang album. And uh, we had some artwork painted by Timo Ketula, who you might be familiar with his art from uh, Dead Congregation and Titan Blood and stuff like that, too. Okay, yeah. I've been a big fan of his art for a long time and always wanted to work with him on something that I was playing on. So since all the members in Friendlove was fans of his work, we got in touch with him and Thankfully, he accepted, and he's done a very cool painting for us. Nice. So that is already done. The recordings are finished, but we're still not really satisfied with the mix, and things are going pretty slow right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure when we're going to get that finished up. But this everything is recorded, though. We just need to find some changes that we're happy with. Yeah. And it'll go off to um, Nuclear Winter Records, who's going to put it out on CD and LP sometime this fall. And uh, anything different from the last one? Is it the same down the same lane, or...? Uh, we tried to tune, tune a little bit lower on this one to get a little bit of a different sound to it, like we did on the um, Chimerian Offspring demo that came out a few years back. Okay. So some of those songs are being re-recorded on this, and then the small songs are in the same vein. And uh, for some reason, uh, so far, <laughs> the issue is that the guitars don't sound heavier. And I don't understand <laughs> it because we tune even lower than we do with any of the other things we've done. Yeah. But, uh, that needs to be worked on. Other than that, I guess that's a little bit more of the... We do a bit more vocals on the top of each other, and there's a bit more atmospheric stuff, I guess, in a way, in a not lame way, but just <laughs> as in, it's a bit more dark, I guess. Okay, well, it sounds good. <laughs> I hope so. I think so. Well, at least you're not, you don't have to be in a big rush with the mixing and mastering with everything going on right now. I guess you might as well take your time and perfect it. It kind of feels that way, but we're also just being slow and not being super good at being in touch about things with the whole <laughs> end of the world at the moment. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with your with your label and your, I mean, distribution slash store, Extremely, Extremely Rotten Productions, 
Yeah. What do you, how, I mean, uh, what do you look for with that? I mean, it seems like you do definitely a lot of the local bands around there, but you've got some other stuff going on too. I mainly really just, as for releases, I just prefer to work with friends. So it's just mm. usually local bands that, that I like or are consisting of friends or international bands of friends or some releases from the past that I really like or in certain cases, some new releases that I really like from bands I dig. And then I try to get involved with that. But a lot of it is just about helping the scene and my friends out, really. And thankfully, I know a lot of people that does a lot of cool things. So it's a, it's a real pleasure. What, when did you start this out? Uh, originally in 2011, at first, I uh, just wanted to have like some sort of name for a new promo tape we were doing for, for Onagang before our second album. It was just in time for when we were going on our first US tour in 2011 with Alex doing a West Coast tour build around playing Chaos and Terras. And we just did a recording of the new album, Tadul Naskila, at that time. And we had a couple of songs we wanted to put on the tape to have something new out when we were playing shows because at that time it was already over a year ago since we did our debut album and we felt like it would be something new. And I just felt like it was not enough just to have a tape on its own. I wanted to have it wider spread. So I thought, well, I really like the Anatomia Corporus Humani demo from Grave. And that song, Extremely Rotten Flesh, is extremely fucking sick. So <laughs> I'll use that as a name and call it Extremely Rotten Records at that time. Yeah. It was okay. just a tape. So I put that together for that. And we did like eight, nine hundred copies of the tape and sent that out around. And then I thought, well, this is fun. I'll try to release more things too. And then it's just grown since with a couple of years of hiatus in between and stuff like that. But yeah, I think it was really when we had um, Sam as a bassist in Onagang a few years back, he kind of gave me a kick in the ass that I needed to say, well, do something about it. That's an interest in what you do, and you do some cool things. Do it more. So, all right, all right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and since then, we released like three-fourths of the release we put out has been coming out in the last few years or something like that, really. And then... I've just been expanding that. I've been doing a distro besides that since 2005 or something like that. So there's been things building up and I've been just starting out in milk crates being brought out to shows and stuff like that. Still growing and growing. And then we were looking for a new place to live and we found this place where there's a record store with an apartment behind. So I thought, well, it's time to do a store. Yeah, that's perfect. And now there's a little death metal store in Copenhagen. That's cool. Yeah, I was browsing through there a little bit. It's cool. It's, it seems like... Even the stuff you have on there, not you know, besides what you've released through the label, but just the stuff through the distro, it's like it seems pretty personalized. You just same kind of thing. You're just picking things that you are into, or how does that work? Yeah, I'm a I'm a bit of a control freak with a lot of things, and <laughs> one of them is also what I kind of stuff I want to have in my store and on label and uh, distro and such. So I usually just mainly try to go with the things that I think is cool going on right now, or just personal taste, or things that I know that it sounds late to say, but like our customers or so interested in and what they'd be looking for or what people okay. ask for coming into the store but mainly i just go with what i think is cool myself we can actually say this is what i recommend you should buy this yeah that's i like that it's cool it, it felt like that it felt personalized and it's like it's like if you if you find a few things you like on there you know that the rest of it you can probably trust a little bit try to go over that at least yeah what uh so what what have you been like checking out lately more recently any any newer bands or anything like that you've been into oh oh, oh you could ask in the spot i can never remember anything i know <laughs> uh i'm not even sure right now god damn it <laughs> i have nothing to say i know that they Quisita, which is a local band has just recorded the new mini lp and i'm i just got that the other day and i've listened to that a lot okay yeah, so, that, it's been a minute since they put out uh, an album, so that's cool. Well, they're, they're super busy. They're just writing new songs all the time. It's stupid. And their <laughs> quality is so high. 
I think they're an incredibly underrated band for what they are, and I hope hopefully sometime that people will actually understand how great they are. Right. What about you? Have you found anything that you like in recent times? Yeah, you know, there was a there was a couple ones like this this week I was checking out. You ever hear of uh, this the band called Cryptworm? Oh yeah, yeah, from uh, from the UK. We played some shows with them last year. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, they put they've got like a new. Um, I think it's only like four or five songs, maybe like a little demo or something like that, or a little release, but. I was checking that out and going back into some of their older stuff, and that's some that's some solid, dirty, dirty sounding death metal. some pretty heavy stuff yeah I saw that uh Masako Noho is putting out a new mini LP I think for them right yeah that's probably what it was yeah I'll be looking forward to seeing that out at least yeah that one oh, there was another one um shit what the hell is it um is there with an S oh okay uh have you, I, I don't know if they're a new band I I just found them um one of our listeners was telling us about them but the band's called Suppression and uh the oh. album is uh Repugnant remains. Oh yeah, I saw that. This has like an eyeball on the cover, right? I think it's some, yeah, before. it's something weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a different cover. I can't even remember it that well, but I don't know. I, that was that was one that stuck out to me. It's kind of a little thrashy. You got a lot of cool bass stuff going on. That kind of like Martin Van Junen vocals and yeah, yeah. very sick. interesting. I don't think I've got a lot to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's you know depending on your taste and stuff. I yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Very sick. Other than that, I guess I'm staying pretty excited to hear some more from uh, Mephitic Corpse. Oh, yeah, that, uh, okay. The demo was great. Yeah, where, are they from, where are they from? They're from here, U.S.? Yeah, they're from California. Mephitic Corpse, yeah. They just did uh, yeah, a free song demo last year, I think it was. Or was it this year? No, it was last year, yeah. We did a version of it here also, and had split it, a couple of pressings of it too. Okay. It's yeah. super sick, super slotchy. I know I've heard it, but I I can't remember it. I think because you guys were going to be touring or something like that, or you were going to play some shows with them. Yeah, yeah, we had them come out for some shows on the East Coast. We were supposed to play this summer, which will now just be sometime next year. Yeah. But hey, man, take a note. I'm sure you'll like it. They're really cool.
Well, man, it was it was cool talking. I mean, I would usually I find out what's going on with the bands, like as far as touring and all that kind of stuff. But I know <laughs> there's nothing to report. Hard, isn't it? Yeah. Are oh. you guys just gonna wait and see? Just kind of hold off until anything's clear. Well, we're we're just gonna be around. We're just gonna be in the rehearsal room. We're trying doing these um, live stream rehearsal shows. We just did a test of it a few weeks back. We're gonna try to see maybe make like a, a monthly thing while this whole thing is going on. Oh, awesome! We can play some of the new songs, showcase that, and we can we try to ask out and say if people want to hear certain songs, they can come with the wishes, and we'll try to learn them. So recently, That's we've been cool. trying to relearn some songs we haven't played in in a couple of years, some songs we never played live before, and stuff like that too. So it's kind of fun. And you're able to get the sound pretty good where you want it for that. That's all. I seem like that's always the hard thing with those live streams. Well, it sounds like four creeps in the basement playing uh, on the <laughs> instruments as good as I can, right? But uh, it's pretty authentic, I guess, for what for our needs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to work out the coordination approach. Just asking if we wanted to do like a live stream through their channels too. Right. This works out just to do something more fun in the meantime while you can go out and play shows and still some some sort of a uh, interact with people. It, yeah, it's cool. I think it helps. I watched what well, was a while back now, but Enslaved did it. I thought you know they had a cool one, and right. I, I know a few bands have been have been trying it out, which I think it's cool. Yeah. At least it gives you a, you know a slight feeling like you're at a show. <laughs> it's something going on. I think it's fun. It's, it's a cool idea, and for my own selfish reasons, it's kind of fun just doing something a little bit different too. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, like I said, thanks a lot for the talk and I uh, can't wait for it. That's awesome. We got two two albums from you that are going to be coming out soon. So, and you got, I mean, do you want to list off any of the other bands? I know you're in, even in a couple other bands. Uh, well, I, re- I recently left Hyperdontia, so I'm not really involved with what's going on there anymore. Okay. And uh, also at a, a band I'm doing with two of, with Henrik and Thomas from Dequisitor and Tim from Pissgrave. We did a seven inch last year, just as a demo, and we're gonna try to do a mini LP or so throughout the year here, which of course has been made more difficult now, but mm-hmm. it's something we're working on. And then Wormridden is slowly, slowly working on our our debut album <laughs> since our last recording from 2012. Now, but okay, <laughs> I guess playing a few shows in Japan last year maybe have get a bit of a kick in butt to try to get something done. Yeah, and then some other new things we're working on with some friends here in town, so. There'll be new things coming out that I'm involved in for sure. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. That also, that's a cool one too. So sweet. Very sick, man. Thanks a lot for the interview. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me. All right, man. Do.